adventures of Bonnie, the Brotherhood of Steel Scribe, Clark, the veteran mercenary, the gearhead racer, and Hazel, the traveling scholar. This is Rat Rules, a Fallout tabletop RPG. Backing up as we get to this scene, uh, the interior of this trolley is kind of like covered with several benches where there's at least 20 humans that are sitting there kind of shivering in wet rags and cloths. Um, the front of the trolley has this like makeshift engine that sits kind of undisturbed. Uh, there's like crackling electricity overhead as like the, the wires and everything are attached to it. Uh, and lights are like swinging overhead, casting kind of like shadows. They're like moving around like it's a, you know, it's obviously like a train. Um, in the back of the train sits an open area with handles descending from the ceiling and small levers flank the sides on the open area. Uh, Clark, you feel your body being like, like kind of like somebody is like taking control of you and you feel yourself walking towards the door. You have a moment to speak about this um, because you were still in control of your, your voice, but your body is doing something very different from, uh, from what is going on here. Um, what do you do in here? Uh, hey, this is, this is after he said, why don't you jump off and die? Yeah, and you, you, uh, you failed that role. Okay. And I, I, have, I have no control over my body other than my voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Clark, will, <laughs> Clark, Clark will just say, okay, if you want to talk now, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, do, Our, so, okay. Do, uh, I, think I don't really seem like I have a, a perception role. Um, What'd you say? Uh, yeah, Hazel is noticing there's something weird happening. Yeah. Do, do me we, and Pep have to notice? do perception rolls yeah. to see if we... Mm-hmm. Yeah, do perception plus speech difficulty one. Okay. Perception plus speech difficulty one. Okay, 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 okay. Classic Clark. <laughs> Does that mean you got to say 18 to 19? Classic Clark. <laughs> uh, Pep did well enough. Let's see what, what Hazel gets. Two successes as well. Uh, so, so Pep and Hazel have two successes. Um, you realize that the way that you, you could like feel this like way that Marty spoke to Clark in that moment, and it kind of like resonated over your body. Um, you feel something like you would describe as like kind of weirdly mystical in some way. Um, like you, it gives you the heebie-jeebies. Uh, while Clark is like the body of Clark is like out of sync with the mouth of Clark. Like you could tell that like there are shenanigans afoot. Shenanigans are about my friends. This feels like woo woo shit. Okay, I'm gonna tackle Clark before he can before he can jump off the trolley. I'm gonna tackle. Okay, uh, do uh, strength plus nope nope agility plus athletics for difficulty Ag- zero. Agility plus athletics. Oh no! And I'm gonna yell. Oh sh- shit! I'm going in. One success. One success. Great. You tackle Clark. And when Clark hits the ground, um, Clark, you can feel your body kind of like untense itself. And then like come like you are now in control of your body again. Um, Clark, talk to me, man. What's going on? 
Clark. I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck that was, but if he wants to talk now, let's go ahead and talk. Do you, uh, let me. Hi, this guy is dumb. Uh, I don't think he wanted to talk, Clark. I think he wanted you to die. Uh, okay, I'm gonna get off of Clark. How close, how close is Pep? How close is Pep to me? <laughs> it's a trolley, so like right. you're. You're close. He's in power armor on a street trolley. He is close to everything. And it's probably a good idea that I tackled you instead of F. Indeed. Give give me a bear hug real quick so you can't pull that shit again. Don't let me walk off, but I'm going to, I have some shit I want to say to this fucker. Uh, All right. That's, that seems fair. (laughs) Um, at this point, Signal kind of goes up to Lonnie uh, because, you know, he's best friends with Lonnie and comes up to him and says, uh, Mayor Lonnie, yes, get us don't... out of here. Me? Um, all right. Uh, straight ahead. Uh, do you know how to drive this thing? I talked to Madame Malavance and she said, get trolley. Can you drive the trolley? Uh, Signal knows how to go forward. That's it. Okay. Um, all right, Pep. <laughs> yeah, what you need? I'm, uh, I'm bear-hugging Clark right now. Yep. Uh, uh, I might need your expertise. I think I can operate this if you can uh, show me what's going on. I'm, I'm going to use my knowledge of town to try to navigate us out. Yeah. Um, and then if we can get out of town, that's great. And then we'll, you know, figure out like the settlement or something like that afterward. But I think getting out of town's priority. Uh, yep. but all right. Um, uh, Hazel, why don't you bolo Clark's legs so he can't get off the train and I'll uh, figure out how to drive this trolley. Hey, fuck you, Marty. Why don't you come up here? I'll still find a way to kill you. Even if I can't use my body. Yeah, that's pretty kinky. I'll get my bolos. Um, Marty looks at you and smiles and says, swallow your tongue. And if you could please roll charisma plus speech for difficulty too. Is he, uh, who'd he tell that to? Clark. Clark. As Clark um, is like yelling at the window, like a little kid. Access to not swallow your tongue. You, you, you say the thing that you meant to say to him and he tells you to swallow your tongue and you do not swallow your tongue. Congratulations. Hazel is ready with her, like, like her gripper of death to reach into his mouth and grab his tongue. Clark, then, Clark sticks, sticks his tongue out at him. <laughs> Just to be safe. Just Hazel be. has grasped his tongue like a five-year-old messing with their six-year-old sibling who won't stop saying, I'm not touching you, I'm not touching you, and just holding his tongue for a second there. Make sure he doesn't swallow it. It's kind of gross. Um, so for Pep, there is right like, place. there is like this, we, you can note it, like knowing like your history of cars, I'm not going to make mm-hmm. you identify what's an engine or not. You're just going to know because you're, that's like, a, can Lonnie look at power armor and know what that is? Like, yeah. you recognize that there is an engine. It's it's different from any engine you've particularly seen because it's a very compact nuclear engine in the front of this uh, of this car. Um, you have some experience with them, but n- experience with nuclear engines, but not particularly this 
style that seemed like it was designed for a streetcar. Okay. And I am now thinking about this. A streetcar named Desire is like literally something I've almost said a million times. Um, anyways, <laughs> anywho, All right, if you want to do anything with that, you know what it is. Okay, so Lonnie is driving, correct? Uh, um, I think you're driving. Lonnie well, wants I'm, to direct. Oh, okay. So, Lonnie, yeah, I mean, if, if you can teach me how to drive, great. Be, but I think I don't feel like now's the time. Right. Well, I mean, <laughs> now that we have figured out how the to perfect time. Well, we've got we've got Clark situated. My concern was like, okay, that's a lot for Pep to do is to bear hug you and try to drive. Like, imagine having a, a toddler in your lap while you're. Oh, I thought to... I thought Clark is boloed at this point. That's so that solves that problem. I have so, thoroughly restrained him, including his tongue. So he's mostly eh, Clark. Eh, Clark's not eh, fighting that, by the way, okay. because like. He asked to be restrained. Yeah. Right. So, um, so here's what Pep would want to do. He's, okay. he's going to keep using Lonnie. All right. You steer. You know the you know the streets. You know the roads. You go ahead and steer. Like just you know keep it steady. Uh, and then Pep's going to talk in length about this kind of nuclear engine. Um, and he's just going to like just go on and on about. The way nuclear power worked in cars pre-war, how it's been jerry-rigged after the war. He's just going to just info dump on Lonnie um, in maybe a very boring way. Um, but that's what Pep would do. Be like, oh, um, you got to look at this. Okay, so that I'm probably not hearing point. a word of it. Uh, which makes it even just, better. Yeah, Hazel it's just like every so now and then was Pep. like, like in the middle of a sentence, like, uh, yeah, uh, so what makes us go faster? Uh, oh, I'm like, oh, this probably doesn't go any faster. This engine isn't meant to. Go okay, fast. gotcha. This is meant to just, you know, be continuous movement. So, you know, just um, if you were looking, if you're looking for that answer of is it supposed to go faster? If you want to figure that out, that's something you may not. No, you, you may need to to roll for that. Right. I'll, I'm, yeah, I'll do I'm a just roll using that if I as an like, example of uh, just how little investment I have in what he's saying right now. And I'm just focused on, like, trying to navigate us out of the city. Oh, but as soon as you said something about, oh, does, the, does this go any faster? That's me like, oh, I think I can make it go faster. So uh, you, I would like to roll to see if uh, I can uh, look at this engine to see if there's anything I can tweak with it while it's running and in motion. That might give us a little bit more speed. Um, intelligence plus repair for difficulty two. I think All you right. can make that. I, I that, that's what I would say because you're dealing with like nuclear mechanics at this point. Yeah. Like. All he has to do is remove some of the carbon rods. Ooh, what? Can I, what could go wrong? Can I try uh, assist on that? Since I'm yeah, probably that would training. actually make sense. Go ahead and try. Oh, and that is a tag that. skill. So actually, so that's two. Uh, you didn't know it's. No. You had to roll three better. Oh. Oh, uh, this was intelligence repair. Yeah. There's your assist. Great. Right. That actually works well because you, Pep, you have the idea that if you had some or other type of like fusion energy that you could actually use that as an accelerant. Lonnie, you know that another source of nuclear power is from fusion cores and every power armor has a fusion core in it. I'll hear the fusion things like, um, Pep, can you like wire yourself into the engine or like take the core out for a minute or, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we, uh, I could, I could, I could, I could do that, Lonnie. 
Um, okay. Uh, are we are we in a rush? Are we are we do we need to get away faster? Is this? I thought this maybe this is an intellectual well, exercise. My, no, that that's um, fine. But my eyes are on the front. If someone, I don't know who's looking behind us right oh, now. You know, um, rear guard. You all have moved slowly, but you are now in the pack of people, and uh, this crowd has turned it into like they are not moving whatsoever, and so you are just like running over. Um, oh, everyone. it's the trolley problem. Awesome. In the- <laughs> Um, you were just like running over people and maybe you hadn't noticed this when you were like trying to figure out this engine thing, Lonnie, but that is, uh, that is what is happening right now because these people are not moving. Oh go my away. God. Thank you all clones. Also, <sighs> can you let go of my tongue, please? Hopefully it's raining so hard. I can't notice that I'm hitting people because <laughs> I don't need that excess. It's just a bunch of wet. Ow. It's like, wow, this road's really pockmarked. Isn't yeah, it? we're looking at the engine. We're like, what? Why is it? Why does the road get so bumpy all of a sudden? And we both look out the window and we're just like, oh my god. Oh no, my I kind of love that this team's answer to the trolley problem was to run over more people faster. Is totally the answer to the trolley problem. I didn't realize I was in the trolley problem. <laughs> I thought the trolley problem was getting on the trolley, steering it. No. I said that there was a giant crowd in the middle of the street, and to get to the other side of the street, you gotta use the trolley tracks, which are historically in the very middle of the street. Well, they we dung the we made a ding ding with the bell. They heard us coming. It's their fault. It's not like we could turn. No, I don't think they can hear anything right now. And can you please let go of my tongue? Oh yeah, sorry. Hazel Thank lets you. go of Clark's tongue. Sorry, man. You okay? At this point, at this point, you all hear a sound, and it is a kick up and a revving, and you see that there are uh, eight preservationists uh, on motorcycles to the uh, uh, from where the motorcycles were originally parked, and they are revving up and um, are starting to kick off towards the trolley, and they all have satch guns in hand. All right, well, I, guess, I guess we, we got to go faster. Those so nerds need to catch up. I have a question. What is the plural of lone wanderers? Because lone wanderer infers there'd only be one motorcycle. And yet there's, like, what is it? What is what is it, like, a congress of lone wanderers? <laughs> a, a, a cluster of Maybe it's lone like wanderers? Maybe it's, like, a club. It is a club. A there we go. Wanderers. A club. I like that. That works. I, All right, okay. Pep's gonna, so guys, uh, we got a club coming after us right now. As best it can, I actually exit my power armor in this, or is it too cramped? You can exit your power armor, yeah. All right, All right we're going to exit the power armor. I'll pop out the fusion core, and we'll jerry-rig the um, the speed booster. Yeah, right. so um, um, go ahead and just do like a, 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 a intelligence plus pilot difficulty one. While you're doing that, uh, Lonnie, what you, what'd you have? Um, you have I, w- I was basically going to tell Pep like he's on driving duty and I'm going to try to get to the back of the trolley with my gun and start covering the back. Okay. Um, Pep, you uh, managed to like uh, figure out that you can hold the fusion core in place uh, to go faster. There's not... Oh, much that you can like attach it to. There's not a bunch of uh, of things that you could like jury rig um, 
it onto. Uh, but you, if you hold it in a certain spot, uh, you know, with a hand or with something, um, you can make it go faster and you do. Um, okay. And so now we're going to get into uh, a little bit of combat here. We're going to do kind of a weird little thing where it's going to be a round of combat. Then there's going to be a little decision, a little problem, and then we're going to repeat the process again. Uh, so you only have, uh, with that speed boost, you have uh, six preservationists that are ready to attack you all. Uh, they're going to go last in the turn order. Uh, the first in the turn order is actually uh, Clark. It's going to be Clark, Lonnie, Hazel, and Pep. And uh, then it is... Uh, the signal is kind of like managing these people and also trying to take care of Madame Malavance, who is like on the trolley, but take but there. So they're like busy, like taking care of the the people. Um, these preservationists can damage you all. They can damage the trolley. Uh, they can hurt the people on the trolley. Um, and where they are at, it's actually going to be a difficulty three. Uh, for this round as far as how you can shoot them. And that goes for them as well. They're going to have to pass a difficulty three to um, to attack you all as well. So. Okay. Uh, DM, I have a slight meta question. Yes. Um, so uh, when I had Hazel grab a drink right before we left, um, my mm-hmm. intention was to have her grab a bottle of something. Okay. Uh, so is it possible she still has a bottle of something Highly alcoholic and flammable, flammable on her. Yeah, that was you, my attention, but I didn't spell it out explicitly. Yeah, I think that's you specifically said you were grabbing a drink, so I think that I think that's fine. Yeah, if you want a Molotov or something. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't going to pour petite cocktail. Yep. But she was yep. not in the mood for that. Although that um, I think absinthe does have a high enough alcohol content that it would work as a Molotov cocktail. Sure. Uh, All right, so Clark is first in the order here. Perfect. Um, Clark only grabbed his sword from Pep. So yep. who grabbed Clark's gun? Please I guess it's somebody grabbed possession. Did somebody say that they grabbed Clark's gun? Uh, I took his Hazel, weapon and gave uh, Pep. The Hazel sword. was covering. Hazel was covering with Clark's gun. Okay. That's okay. When she sure. went to cover. Oh, good. Okay, you're. Near me. Because uh, my itty-bitty piccolo isn't going to do a lot. And she was aware of that. Just doled him out, didn't y'all? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to need my gun, Hazel, I think. Uh, all right. That. Hazel's going to think for a minute and go- is going to check. Yeah, there's Marty Buffon and his weird sort of uh, mind-warping, like, like charm voice thing is he's too far away to do that to Clark again. Yeah. You you all have passed by that crowd. You do not see these people anymore. And, um, like you all are kind of like there, this is a chase scene. Okay. So yeah, Hazel's definitely going to hand the gun back and, uh, she's going to unbolo his, uh, legs and his, uh, arms for him very quickly. I feel like that should be like Clark's turn. And probably Hazel's while we do that. Yeah, sure. it's going to take me a while to do that. Yeah, so All I'll right. get my gun and we'll untie me. And I guess whoever's next in the round. Sounds great. Uh, Nightmare Lonnie. Um, 
Well, I've got my gun out. Problem is, this is going to be a tough shot for this essentially laser shotgun. Mm -hmm. And it's inaccurate, so I can't take a minor action to improve my aim. So um, I'm just going to take a shot and see what happens, because mainly I was like, maybe it'll run someone off the road. Who knows? Additional dice. That's just a single success. Yeah, so you take a shot, um, and you actually just, like, miss. You're going so fast in the trolley. There's motorcycles. There's a lot going on. I don't... Getting a shot off in this, I think, is 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 kind That's, of tough. That was predictable. Yeah. Uh, next up, we've got Pep. Mm. You don't have power armor on. You're no, holding no a power. core in place. Holding what are you core, doing? Steering wheel on the other hand. Um, uh, are the motorcycles still behind us, or are they kind of catching up to our sides? They're not like in front of you. They're kind of like like they were like are surrounding you until you held that fusion core in, and then like the faster you go, the more they'll be towards your back. Listen. Okay. Um, yeah, best course of action is just uh, just uh, keeping steady hand on the wheel, trying to get us uh, ahead of them as much as possible. Okay. Great. That is perfect. Uh, next up, we've got all these preservationists looking. They're out here today. They're looking to make some shots, some big moves here. You know, they're trying to get a promotion. They're trying to be really well preserved, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, let's see what they do. Um, they only get two successes. Uh, so one of them misses. We're going to, we're just going to have a few rounds here to see all, if all six of them can kind of get off any shots whatsoever. They, uh, did not, did not get off. Well, I got one more. Let's see if they, see if they do it. Pull it off. Oh, oh, got one that pulled it off. Hero Um, man did it. Oh, he did. Oh no. Yeah, let's. Uh, who was that one targeting? I have no clue. But as far as people that are like up and about, the only one that's fired off has been Lonnie. Um, so they're definitely aiming for Lonnie with this one. And I'm gonna roll uh, three damage dice, and we're, we'll see what uh, we'll see what tracks here. Uh, you take a whopping one damage, Lonnie. Um, I've and got that, energy two on everything. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be. Uh-huh. It's going to be nothing. Um, so you Wait, that all back though, didn't it? It did. That's piercing one. So it ignores one armor. Wait, I still have energy two on everything. You still have energy still two have on everything. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to, are you going to roll it as a crit for that? Since it was a one. Well, are yep, you, I would. It is indeed a one. And thanks, Clark. I think, Sorry, Lonnie. I think it's, it's two. Do it. I think roll they got to do it. I mean, I it should be. Yeah, I think you're right. I did a I did a one, and we're doing three more ones. If you feel like we gotta do it, you know, roll three more. Uh, I'm getting there. Just give me a second. Do it, coward. I'm getting there. Just give me in my just dressed ghouls on motorcycles riding around like it's Indiana Jones. A gosh darn second here. Don't taunt the DM. It's a bad idea. So that is a total two damage, one piercing. I'll take one damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. One damage to you. Uh, at this point, uh, the trolley itself, uh, you all are, are, you know, Pep's kind of driving. Uh, Pep, you see a warehouse, and you know that the trolley is on the tracks, 
and it's going to go through that warehouse. Um, there, there's no, if you stop now, uh, it's, it's not going to like, you're still going to crash into it. Um, mm-hmm. And the trolley crashes into giant wooden doors, um, sending splinters flying, uh, and it, it, like flying around. Uh, it doesn't like harm you all at all, but it stuns all the preservationists behind you. Um, as the trolley like kind of slows down in this warehouse, uh, it's now kind of like everyone's kind of jostled. You're all back. You, your hand is off the fusion core in there. Um, there's kind of these bottles littering the ground as. You see various like pressing machines that are on the floor. Um, from overhead, there are several crates that are strung up by strings, uh, and the commotion causes a few of their contents to spill out. And you spy tiny metal pieces in the air, and you recognize them as bottle caps. The preservationists begin their firing on the warehouse as lasers kind of pierce through the room in random locations. But you are in a bottle capping warehouse with these kind of like crates of bottle caps above you what are you all doing what's going on here is is the trolley i mean the trolley's gonna like stop in this warehouse or is it gonna be able to just like blow through the other side it's gonna be able to blow through the other side but it's when you're if you want to just like bust on through but you are in like you're essentially in like a fort knox style area um, with a but like there's bottle, there are bottle caps littering everywhere, hanging from the ceiling in crates. You know, on top of your trolley, that there is room for things to be stashed up there. Mark does like <laughs> Look, the, only, the only only thing he likes more than killing things is, is money. So. Um, are we still in combat, or do, are they far enough back? This is a scenario, and once you leave, you'll be in another round of combat. Um, but it is dangerous to work in this little scenario. So the preservationists are out of it. They're just firing lasers into the warehouse at random places, trying to flush you all out. How how close are the crates to like the top of the trolley? Uh, they're kind of like dangling above you, um, and and they are like you could like they are enough. They're like maybe the strings that are holding these up are maybe two arms lengths away. Like they are very close. Yeah, see, you know what I'm getting at. Clark gonna climb on top of the trolley. Mm-hmm. He gonna climb on top of the trolley, and uh, I would like to roll to any of them that pass nearby. That seems like you know at least some. Hopefully, the whole crate. But at least some of the crate is going to fall onto the trolley if I manage to cut a string. I would like to roll to try to do that if it is a possibility. What, are you cutting it with the sword? With the sword? Yes, with the sword. Do um, a luck plus melee weapons for a. Uh, we're going to do a difficulty three. But based on your, based on what you roll, there will be different levels of success for that. Okay, I have. All right, what was the roll again? Luck Fuck plus um, melee weapons. I have a four in luck, and I have. Uh, ooh, I got a uh, four in melee weapons, and it is a tag skill. And what I'm going to do is, I have my final AP that I can spin. Okay. I'm going to roll the three. Okay. See how that looks. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, never mind. 
Um, actually, you know what? Whatever. I he's he wants money, right? That's a, that's a very Clark thing to do. I'm gonna re-roll all. I'm gonna use all three of my luck points, and I'm gonna re-roll it. All three of them. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! All right, no successes at all anywhere, and I have no available luck. Um, you go up to um to try to. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> How do I describe this? You go up to uh you grab your sword, you go up to go cut the uh the crates off. And um as you cut, you kind of have this like weird muscle spasm because literally somebody was controlling your body earlier. And you try to control that and you try to like whip your sword around to bring it around and uh there was about maybe like four crates in this giant sack above you. Uh Three of those crates go crashing down the sides of the trolley, and one of them lands uh, directly into it. Um, but these crates themselves have, have kind of fallen, and as the lasers are piercing in, uh, the bottle caps that are on the floor now of the warehouse are melting. Um like how can i make this even worse for you how can i make this like the most possible thing i think the, the melting he hasn't dropped his sword yet he hasn't dropped his sword oh and you drop your the, when you cut it yeah this is great see this is why i need this time why i need jared in my life when you cut it your sword is lodged into the uh into the box that is sitting on the trolley you can pull it out yourself i, just, thought, you know, I thought you were gonna say it fell off and i was like all right no no you know what he's doing next so the lasers let me get this right uh metagaming here the yeah. ground has gotten so hot from all the lasers that the bottle caps the aluminum bottle caps on the floor of the place are melting yes so, it is now melting. Floor. The floor is lava because Clark literally used every stroke of luck he had. And I had previously said that if you do that, there's going to be even worse outcomes. So now you just have a crate of bottle caps on top of the trolley. The floor is lava. Um, okay. So the floor, floor is lava all around us. And uh, it's a hot enough temperature. It should melt the tires of the motorcycle. That's in it, the warehouse. The, the motorcycles are not in the warehouse themselves. Oh, man. They are from the outside shooting in. Is the, tro- the trolley is still moving? It is like slowly stopped. moving forward. Um, Pep has taken the fusion core off of it. So kind of like Pep is the mm-hmm. Pep is the driver here and he kind of can control how fast this goes. And so yeah. you generally have like okay. really slow like moving along or if he puts on the fusion core on it. You can start busting through some stuff. Yeah, okay. I take it that Pep was jostled, and the, the fusion core kind of is his wherever he's kind of holding it up against. Uh, and uh, as soon as he's kind of like s- settled and is seeing a hot, melty floor, uh, that fusion core is going back in its spot, and uh, Pep is going full steam ahead. Clark, Clark, after he sees that the bottle caps are melting, he's going to just fall prone on the roof of the um, of the trolley. And he's gonna like, kind of like the railing over bo- over the top. He's gonna grab onto and like stick his head fully, sort of like over the the edge of the trolley, and loud enough that everybody can hear him. He's gonna just give off a string of expletives and a few colorful ones. I don't feel like we should put on the podcast, but he's just gonna <laughs> go at it for a little while. 
um, with the tragedy of seeing all of this money that he is now squandered away. I like it. Um, at that point, you were yelling expletives as um, kind of the the fusion core gets it's tucked into it, and so like then that like accelerates you a little bit, and you hear like a fa, and you know you're kind of like jostled back, <laughs> jostled back up on top of the uh, up on top of the roof, and the train is moving forward again. Uh, Clark, you were on top of the roof. You were also first in the turn order. There are uh, three. There's six preservationists like there were before. Um, I'm not counting the ones down here that are kind of... But anyways, there's six preservationists. What are you doing? They're all still at, uh, at difficulty three to hit. Um, I'm going to sort of like uh, stay prone, but kind of like roll on my back to the crate. Mm-hmm. And um, like staying prone on my back, trying to dislodge the sword from from the crate um when you in in, in like in like so he's like kind of on his back and he's gonna like kick his leg up to like you know get some leverage and kind of like yank this thing out um do uh luck plus melee weapons for difficulty two i'm i'm lucky this character is not lucky (laughs) does not have points in luck all right. Um, well, luck is a four. Let me get that back to you. And what did you say? Melee weapons? Yeah, melee weapons, difficulty two. All right. So needed eight or lower. Okay. There we go. Three wow. successes. So when you pull your sword out, you almost you see a few bottle caps kind of escape like there was a leak. And then one bottle cap flushes completely over the... Uh, thing that you had your sword in so that no more bottle caps uh are leaking out of this crate um you generally knowing on like the you are kind of adverse in money you understand money you notice that you probably have about five thousand bottle caps in this crate um, um for my minor action clark would like to pocket any of the bottle caps that fell out on the draw okay you pocket three bottle I- caps However many it is. That's, sure. He's three bottle caps. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to Lonnie Haybear here. Um, I'm going to take another just Hail Mary shot here to see if Hail I can Mary. hit something. Yeah, see if you can hit yeah. something. Hey. Dang. Dang. Uh, yeah, roll double for me as well. Um, pretty much. Ooh. Also, the thing is, if you hit one of them... With just like regular two dice, you're most likely going to get that double damage crit because of how the rolls go. Right. Uh, it's just the rules. The rules I made. Oh, one second. That's. I, I did something to try to compensate, and then I realized that it's got that going on. All right. So that is seven damage. Mm-hmm. Um,. It will pierce through two armor, and it will also do three damage to two other sides. So if you're not keeping track of where the bullets are hitting, that's 13 damage. So you um, <laughs> you fire off this shot, and you know you press that fourth valve, and it's absolutely like it just like comes out of the barrel, and um, it doesn't actually it, it hits the preservationist, and he's hurt. But it ignites the gas canister um, on the motorcycle as well, and uh, there's a giant explosion and a puff of smoke 
um, as the as you travel forward, that disappears behind you. Um, so good job, you got one of them down. You did. You did good. Yay! He's, he's still alive, right? He's still. I didn't kill him, right? <laughs> you I hope Batman. Just a, a no-death run. Him. I'm trying to. Oh no. yeah. Okay. <laughs> He is, he is, you did not specifically drive the knife in his back, but, uh, I mean, for gameplay purposes, he's definitely dead. Uh, but the, uh, I don't know if Lonnie would know. Lonnie just saw him explode. Yeah, I just saw the bike explode. It wasn't his head, like, got blown off or anything. So, yeah. As far as as I know, I'm not a murderer yet. All right. uh, uh, That, that's my turn. All right, Hazel. That's a great turn. Hazel. Well, she is going to try and turn that bottle of alcohol she had on her after she takes a quick swig of it into a Molotov cocktail. And for her mic. For that, if you could do intelligence plus throwing for difficulty one, I can just like make that. that. And that could be a minor action and you could take a major one after that. Perfect. So that would be intelligence plus uh, throwing. Throwing. Because it's a throwing weapon. Uh, two nope. successes. Nope. Yeah. Pocket that AP and uh-huh. uh, tell me what you're doing with that Molotov. Um. So I am. Um. I'm targeting the um. The bike that is in the lead that's left. Uh, also knowing that with the alcohol, um, it should have a little bit of a splash cone when it hits. So anybody behind it should end up driving through uh, the fire from the Molotov cocktail also. So there might be some uh, area damage well enough. So it's worth a try at the very least. Um, they're going to have to drive through some fire. I like it. Um, go ahead and do, um, what is that? Throwing plus, uh, what is the agility? Perception? Agility? Okay. Yeah, probably. So agility, agility plus throwing. Plus throwing. For difficulty three. Uh, let's see. Do, do I want to add one of my AP to it? I think I only have one AP left. You got an AP earlier for. Yep, I did. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'm going to use my AP to do three D20s. So, rolling two successes. Two successes. You, um, tell you what. Weird. It's a tag skill, too, but I only got two successes. You didn't roll a four better. Yeah, you got to roll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you throw this Molotov cocktail and it ignites the ground. Um, and uh, it actually slows down. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't hurt, but it kind of like catches the wheels on fire of um, one of the uh, preservationists, and uh, one of them has kind of like fallen back. So now there are only four on you specifically. So I made a ghost rider, basically. Pretty much. Okay, I'll take. Uh, next up, we've got Pep Hackett. Um, so there's explosions going on behind me. Yeah, uh, Pep just uh, keeps... Yes, Pep doesn't know where he's going, so he's just following the track um, and keeping uh, the speed up as much as he can. Ahead like, of you, ahead of you, Pep, you see this sign that, that has this, like... 
it has these paddles um, that are kind of large. Um, and in your, uh, she kind of like your vision kind of clouds. Um, and at this point, please do a perception plus pilot difficulty two, one wow. success, one success. Um, so you see a vision of a um, kind of a radio station that has a number of different uh, buildings that are connected by this arcing electricity uh, that connects all of them. And it, 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 the vision kind of like blinks itself out and another vision comes in um, and it has, hang on one second. It has uh, this kind of like fortress that's built around a radio, uh, it's kind of radio tower, this kind of like metal it, like bunker almost it's like a castle um and your vision comes back uh and you realize that you've taken the fusion core off of the um off of the uh throttle um and you probably put that back on but in that time the the ghoul that uh the preservationist that had its tire kind of on fire is back up in front of us again because it the trolley slowed down for a minute so that's what uh Madame Malvance gives you. All right. We're going to the lighting workshop. Great. Uh, before that happens, you've got to deal with all of these gosh darn preservationists and boy howdy. Don't you just hate them when they're chasing you, giving you a hard time? I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're going to do a good energy. Like they don't want to preserve here. it all. Yeah, I think they don't. That's a no from them. Oh, 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 God, ooh. stop. Ugh. Oh, um, they're aiming at uh, Lonnie Haybear. Um, let's see how many they get because Lonnie Haybear is the one that is the only one that is engaging with these people. I'm not trying to pick on, on Lonnie here, but oh, no, uh, it's fun. But you're the only one. Let's see. Bam, and one more. Damn. Oh, I'm so sorry. Four, five, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and roll some damage dice on that. Um, we're just gonna do cancel. Yeah, we're gonna do. For those listening, they rolled two natural ones. Bam. Which is the good thing in this game. Bam. All right. Two. Wait. Nope. Here. Nope. Wait. That's the first attack, though. That's the first guy. Right. The What'd devil's in the details here. What are you talking about? Like the, the first pair of rolls is from the first attack, correct? Yes. Okay. So that is two damage total. That yes. is um, one piercing, but that doesn't go through. Yes. Wait. So there's the spread. So it actually, okay. No, it spreads though. So uh, it'll do two damage at one place and one at another. Uh, but I've got energy resistance to everywhere. So that first mm -hmm. one is moot. Yeah. The second one's going to be bad. Yeah, correct. Okay, because that is uh, four damage. Yep. And then uh, two, two, two with three piercing. Yeah. Which means all of it goes through. So there is a, a four, two, two, two. All piercing, so four, six, eight. That's ten damage. Yeah. I took two damage. <laughs> One thing I really like I about this game is the combat is much, uh, like, it, all of a sudden shit can get real 
like very quickly. And I think and that that's congruent with the world. And How many hit points hit does Lonnie at, have? Uh, I'm down to five. That hit me at four different places, guys. Oof. Like that was bat, 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 bat. Like that was. Your body is just stay down. Riddled. Yeah, that, uh, that hurt real bad. <clears throat> so. At this point, uh, you hear a buzzing sound kind of above you, uh, above the trolley, and uh, electricity kind of like is 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 going with the trolley itself, and the buzzing is growing louder. And then the trolley kind of like screeches to a halt as it enters another large warehouse. Um, there's up above. There's kind of like electricity that's arcing between a bunch of giant orbs. Um, the orbs are, are are kind of up in the air. There, there's these machines. They're kind of compact enough so that they're the size of, you know, let's say uh, a crate. Um, and there's a bunch of them that are kind of up above. Um, there's a number of lighting fixtures that are kind of like dangling throughout as well. Uh, what's going on here? The person that's on top of the train currently is um, Clark. So I will probably start with him or the other, you know, we'll start with him since he's the first one to kind of like get this in view of what's going on here. Well, I guess it's time for redemption. Try and try and cut down another crate here. Um, Can't go any worse, can it? They aren't exactly crates. They are uh, the kind of machinery that's um, been, I guess, like suspended by some metal brackets from the top of it. Um, I'm not trying to dissuade you from doing like a giant app. Let's cut the <laughs> cut the, the pirate's booty and throw it on the thing, you know. But um, it would have to require something different from you, as they are like like metal bars that come down that are just holding these things in place. You could still get them off if you wanted to. Uh, How sturdy do they look? They are rusty, my friend. They are rusty motherfuckers. How tall are they above? Uh, they are within two arms length. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Clark is going to jump on top of the crate of bottle caps and then kind of like ready himself and try and just like tackle it as the uh, trolley drives past it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, dude, you get his ready sense. He's like, all right, all right, come on, we got this one, we got this one. Do it's like chill. an wipeout when like they're really slow moving, <laughs> <Yes>. like padded <laughs> thing. Goes, he just, <laughs> you're just committed to hugging on to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do I, I think agility plus athletics? Uh, okay. We'll do a we'll do another difficulty three with a mixed success based on uh, what you what you roll. Um, right. Last now, time you rolled complete fails. I have a nine in agility this time and a two in athletics, so the odds are in my favor. But I'm not going to spend an AP, and it's not a tag skill, so I, I can't get unless I get like a natural one or anything. I'm not going to get. You got like all a seventy-five percent chance or something. Yeah, I'm not going to get all three here, but I'm going to go ahead and we're going to roll this. And what do we get here? Okay. Um, that's no successes. So. Um, yeah, my friend. Um, Clark readies himself from that crate and jumps onto the. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of like a uh, a large base, uh, and at the top is a, is a giant orb um, that is kind of like arcing electricity between the whole um 
uh, warehouse. And Clark, your hands grab uh, that orb um, and they uh, kind of pry onto it uh, and it electrocutes you. So could you do, uh, I would say, uh, with that roll, let's see, uh, go ahead and I'll do it just for myself. I'll come in here. I'll hurt you myself by George. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. Uh, let's see what a good. So be do that. Um, let's see what that I do. Does. I do have some energy resistance. I would like to say on both hands, I have one or both arms. I have one, I guess. Okay, yeah, you just take. Uh, so that would be with the effect. I'm not sure what the effect of a Tesla thing. I think it's stunning. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say, like, probably just if you like jumped onto a Tesla globe and stuck yeah. your hands on there, like <laughs> you're probably stunned. Um, and so with with you have at least one energy resistance on each hand, right? So go ahead, yeah, and, go ahead and take uh, two damage. Okay. Good thing you got a man bun keeping that hair in place. Otherwise, oh, your hair is fried at the ends now. Like oh. it is. Like you have done gone down and electrocuted yourself, son. Like you it's really. Okay. You've really gotten it up. Um, and but so when you grab onto that globe, you manage to pry it free, though, and it falls onto the uh, top trunk of the trolley. And when it does, it actually uh, connects with the uh, the wires above in the position that you have it in. And while you're still being electrocuted, that's electrocuting the line that's connecting the trolley and the trolley begins to move even faster. Um, and it is going incredibly fast as it, it kind of like blows through this warehouse. Um, Warp speed, jolly trolley. You see a sign that says uh, that says like leaving New Orleans uh, one mile. Um, and at this speed, there's only two preservationists that are kind of left um, chasing you all. So we'll do one more round. Um, here, so we'll start with Clark. Um, here's the thing, though, Clark, you yeah. done you done goofed it up. You're still being yeah. like you're like right in the socket. Like yeah. some people yeah. are in the pocket, you're in the socket. Uh, yeah. So we'll go back to um, Lonnie Haybear. Uh, how how are we doing on a health there, Lonnie? What's the? Oh, we're on a scale of one to sixteen. I'm at about a five. <laughs> that's very specific. That's a very yeah. specific scale. That's uh that's, that's amazing. Uh, I, I'm probably gonna yell up to the roofs like a little cover fire might be nice because I haven't heard a single shot be fired from the roof, but I have. Like, I can't no respond. Idea really. right. I can't respond. Yeah, but like I have no idea what's going on up there. Just a bunch of thudding <laughs> and no gunfire or anything. It's just um. What what type of difficult are we still looking at like difficulty three to fire on these? Change it up uh, because nobody's you know we're having fun here. We're all just having fun here, not make up the rules. We're changing up these. Actually, these guys are getting a little bit closer, and they're now at difficulty two. Um, all right, um, I'm gonna spend it's for, it's for fun. I'm gonna spend an action point, and um, I I'm just gonna try to take these guys out. All right, and and, and trust the people. I I have in the back of my mind like Hazel will take care of me. I've seen her do it before. I'm just going to 
inflict violence right now. Um, hey, three successes, not a crit, but um, wow, yeah. Um, all right, and then go ahead and roll. Then. Go ahead and roll roll damage die. Um, I'm gonna take away your AP here in a minute. So I would say roll again your damage die, and um, you can like do two shots essentially. Um, oh, so roll twice. Roll twice, but they'll each do to a different ghoul. Um, we'll see what you get. We'll see if you can if you can do let something. Me, uh, let me let try it this way. I tried something and it was a little. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's to two different people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, four, six, eight. So the uh, top one is eight damage with two piercing, and the bottom one is uh, eight damage with two piercing. All right. I'm, so I'm you a little overpowered. <laughs> you turn around, and uh, they're on motorcycles, and so it's like uh, any spread of a shot that hits is like logically going to harm the motorcycle in some way. And here's the thing. If you ever played a video game, you know, if you shoot the vehicle, it's going to blow up. Then it's just the rules. I don't make the rules other than the times that I do. Um, so you kind of pop off two shots, uh, one on the left, one on the right and get rid of the last of the preservationists. Uh, ending there chasing you. Um, you can see there's more in the distance, but nobody's in range for attacking. They're just continuing to chase you all. Um, you get to the end of uh, kind of the line. Uh, there's a gate there, and you see this guy in a distance, like, turn around and look inward towards the city, and... Uh, like starts running, uh, running towards the tower. Um, as you, as the trolley kind of moves forward, um, the gate descends and the trolley passes through the gate to New Orleans out onto the railroad tracks beyond, um, powered only by the, uh, the nuclear engine within. And as you pass, you see the face of a very familiar person from the guard tower. Um, the guard tower uh, is populated by one person, and his name is Jack McPumpkins. And Jack McPumpkins looks at the troop and mouths WTF as the trolley speeds towards Rising Sun Settlement. Godspeed, you son of a bitch. I'm glad I went with the, uh, the lighting workshop so we can get uh, electricity for the settlement. You could have had 20,000 caps. I was just about to say... Um, Clark. I, he could have had less, too, because he could have pulled it out, and the caps just, like, continually sp- like spill out. <laughs> Hazel's going to go up and start working on Lonnie, because he's got one, two, three, four holes in him. They might still be smoking. Um, I'm not yeah. sure Lonnie pays too much attention to it. Like, he might... Drop his guard a little bit now that everything's clear. Well, like, I'm your minister of health. It's kind of my. Okay. Uh, can we do this up front then? I'll grab a seat and, and Clark. I'll I'll do head check. Like Clark, where's Clark? I think he's uh, up there. Clark, Clark, is, like, you are. Clark has gotten <laughs> out from underneath of the coil thing, and he's kind of just like. 
laying on top of the box of caps and just kind of a little bit exasperated, but also just filled with quite a bit of joy um, at the amount of bottle caps that we have acquired. Are, are you going to respond like... Oh, no. If, no, oh, no. no. Uh, no he's, he's having a moment. Here's McDuck. Did we lose Clark? Yeah, exactly. Do I need, to, do I need to turn this trolley around and go back and find him? I don't think that's how it works, but I have to confirm if Clark's okay. All right. Um, like, so, sizz- sizzling wounds be damned. I have to confirm if Clark's okay. All right. And Hazel is, like, trying to follow around. Wait. Uh, Hazel, I'll be back. Uh, so the train, is, the train is moving, and essentially what you're doing is, like, propelling yourself up on top of the, uh, like, it's moving at now a, it is, like, energized. It is moving at a speed of a normal train. Um, the uh, So you're kind of, like, fast moving on top of there. I'll allow you, because, like, what, you can climb up on top of the train, but just know that, like, there's no, like, getting off <laughs> well if there's like if there's like a horizontal rail and a vertical rail like yeah, i could yeah, yeah. climb up or like a ladder and peek up and it's covered like, in these like it's it's essentially covered in like old instruments it looks like something that like is it's makeshift like how like the satch gun or the number of gotcha. like it is like a mixture of like old bar tables that like it looks like they've taken a street trolley and have just like reinforced it with like weird bar tables and musical instruments gotcha okay um, yeah, I'm going to pull myself up there and just enough to be able to peek my head up. I guess I'm going to see him like hugging onto a crate, looking a bit worse for wear. His hairs are like s- like split all over the ends and they're like sticking out a bunch. His face is like covered in 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 black. You know, he looks like a cartoon character at this point. Um, you don't want to know what a cartoon is, Lonnie, because you didn't have a good childhood. Um, right. But anyways, <laughs> Uh, is he conscious? Is he looking at me like Clark? Clark is on top of the crate, talking mostly to himself and just very exasperated. We could have had so much more. Oh God! I guess he's fine. I, I'm gonna flip down. Say Clark's up there. He's conscious. He's Clark. Uh... He. I'm going to waddle my way up to the, uh, uh, near the front. And I guess I'm going to see all these like human survivors. Um, what's there? Like, there aren't really too many humans in old Nolens. No, that's um, this. Oh, where did you find the humans? Right. That's a, <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask them. It's like, how, okay. How old are they? Roughly, is it is is it a hodgepodge or they are? That's a great question. Um, yeah, they are probably like a little bit younger than you, Lonnie. Like just by like Got a it. few years. Um, teenagers <laughs> mainly, um, like young folks that are just like in rags. Um, Got it. Um, all right, I'm gonna address them because they're probably freaking out like some super mutant picked them up on a trolley and we took them on a high speed chase with laser fire and you know they're probably freaking out and they um, are freaking out they are like what is going on all right all right listen up um 
raise your hand if your birthday is February 30th. Um, <laughs> they all uh, look at look at you, Lonnie, and they all uh, like one of them raises their hands slightly, and then the rest of them like kind of like suspiciously put their hands in the air. Okay. Um. All right. So we are. Currently heading to a settlement outside of Old Islands. Um, I want you all to know that you will be safe there, and we'll talk a little bit more about it as we go along. Uh, we're just kind of we had a very spirited exit from town, uh, but I want you to know that um, you're free. Uh, one of them, one of them pipes up and 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 it sees you. Uh, and kind of says, uh, that's, that's great. Hey, um, is the super mutant is cool, right? That's like a, that's like a cool, we got him. Cause yeah. he's the one that like kind of heard of us on here. We don't, we were just, we were told that we were in danger. Um, and yeah. he, um, he got us taken care of. So, and I mean, you, you look a little bad right now, my friend, uh, yeah, I I kind of feel it, but priorities, right? Um, so this is Signal. He is a friend of ours. He's a good guy, um, but he is a he is a friend of ours. You can trust him. Now, where we're going, there's going to be another super mutant named Bobby, and he's also cool. Okay. Um, I know that you've probably learned a lot of prejudices over the past couple of years. Uh, this is going to be a, a learning opportunity for all of us. Okay, so um, once we get to the settlement, we'll we'll talk things out, and you can decide what you want to do. Okay, like I said, you are free. That uh, yeah, that's that's great. Uh, who 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 are you? I um, my name's Lonnie. I um, uh, I'm just gonna come up and smack him on the back and say, and he's our mayor. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I I have a lot in common with you all, and maybe we can talk about it a little bit later. Right now, I just kind of want to sit down <laughs> for a minute or or five. You hear uh, kind of a voice from the back, and it's not necessarily directed at you, but you hear this voice. It's like. Who elected him mayor? <laughs> it was a democratic process, and uh, I asked myself the same question day of. You hear another voice from the back that says, that was rhetorical. Um, noted. Uh, you can hop off anytime, smartass. Hey, you little <laughs> shit. We just got you out of a dangerous situation. More or less intact. Uh, another one was like, uh, another one kind of looks at you as like, uh, hey, guy in power armor uh that is brotherhood of steel maybe it was this i mean i don't know how to tell you this but it was the super mutant that, that got us on here and said that there was trouble i mean they were shooting at us in general and everybody that we knew was kind of like uh non-responsive uh except for kind of us here so i i I, I trust whatever's happening here as long as I get to live and then like not like I, I can respond. I can do my thing. I'm cool with yeah, that, man. We're um 
that's kind of a new revelation for us too and we're still trying to figure out what's going on you may have actually seen more of that than we have we've been uh we've we've been down the vault uh they kind of look at you confused and they're like so what clark what is, does that even mean clark's gonna jump down and um and he's gonna get down on the trolley he's gonna look back over all these people and be like who the fuck are they they're orphans. Okay. At this, at this point, Sigma wow. kind of like, kind of like, drudges over and uh, goes up to Lonnie and says, "Hey, Lonnie, Lonnie, hey, Sigma, what's up? I know good medic. Do yeah. you need good medic? Um, I mean, any medic's probably sufficient right now. Uh, are they on the Are they on the trolley? Yes." And he turns around and says, Hazel, green gas. Uh, close. Hi. Uh, it's actually green glass, but thank you, Signal, for remembering my name. I appreciate the that. Signal like Hazel, green gas. Like Lonnie, hee hee. Yeah. So what is it you call Lonnie? Lonnie, hee hee. The nightmare, Lonnie, hee hee. Mayor Lonnie. Mayor L- Nightmare Lonnie Hee Hee. Night. And Hazel just keeps egging he, this along. He just prob- keeps egging this through. Hazel, I, I see what you're trying to do, but mm. he doesn't have very good relationships with the mean metal men. Maybe not associate me with them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I am fairly aware of that. Um, Hazel, excuse me, um <laughs> I do not I do not control Hazel. Uh Signal looks to Lonnie. And says, Nobody can control Hazel. <laughs> um, Signal looks to Lonnie and says, Big lady, big brain, told Signal, get people, young people, put people on train, get people out of the city. Signal saw girlfriend Ella taking nap. When get Ella? You said big lady? He kind of points to the back, um, back towards Madame Malavance. Oh, uh, she told you to pick people up. Signal goes, Signal trust, big lady, big brain. I'm beginning to as well, Signal. I don't know her that well, but I'm looking forward to getting to know her. Signal looks at you and says, when Ella get here, cook out. Do we want to save that conversation for another day yep. or then, uh, okay? Sure thing, buddy. Signal looks very happy at this and uh, reaches uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out a uh, a doggy bag and hands it to Lonnie and says, "Thank you, Mayor Lonnie." Sure thing, buddy. And uh, he drops the the. Uh, the doggy bag, and um, inside of it is a is a dead bird. Um, <laughs> just a, it's just a dead bird uh, in a doggy bag. Um, and Signal kind of walks back to the train, kind of helping out uh, Madame Malavance. I'm going to strip off my, like, I guess rubber suit and, like, shirt and everything, try to get down the bear skin, because these are burns we're talking about. She's going to have to disinfect and 
all that stuff. I, I just anticipate what Hazel's have to do. It, and she's probably going to understand why, because Lonnie's body arms with, like, cigarette and cigar burns. You can see, like, his back has been lashed a lot. He's got a lot of scars and discolorations and stuff like that. And you you can tell this is probably not his first rodeo. Um, but he just strips down so that uh, she can clean and do what she needs to do. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to use a stim pack at the moment. I'm going to try and use my actual, like, healing skills to yeah. see if I can heal him up a bit. Do intelligence plus medicine difficulty three. Okay. Intelligence plus medicine. Let's see what I can do. Do you have a med kit? Uh, yeah, I should. Does it provide a medical uh, a benefit? Because I've noticed that hmm. uh, some items in the book actually provide. Well, yeah, I, I have ba- a basic first aid supplies. I also have like bandages and stuff that I picked up along the way. I have anesthetic. Anesthetic. I have the um, my favorite throwing knife, which is also a scalpel. Um, I have clean bandages. Um, uh, thread and needle, like just tourniquets, yeah. like basic first aid supplies. Right. I don't know if it's actually organized into a kit. And then right. I have the quick response stuff, which is the stim pack. So gotcha. what I've been what I've been doing for you and how I've handled healing for you is giving you mm-hmm. higher roles and giving you mixed success for how you do. Right. Uh, because like your character is like is the healer. Like we like it's very like, medic. Like if we break it down to that. And so it's like, how well do like you can fail, but it's like also how well do you heal? How many hit points? And I base that off of what you have. So technically you have a first aid kit, but I typically Mm -hmm. give you a harder role based on how injured people are. Go ahead and do intelligence plus medicine for difficulty three. Okay. And I have made it a point as we've been playing to gather supplies, like medical supplies as I so I, I have I have been refilling and like I did specify that I got back my favorite I got my throwing knife, which is actually a scalpel. Um, so because <laughs> I'm a nerd like that. Okay, so intelligence plus medicine, two D twenties. Rolling, Let's see what I got. Oh, there you go. Okay, four. Not bad. Three, yeah, three successes. So you managed to heal Lonnie for uh, eight hit points, um, and and with that, his his burns are kind of like covered enough. You've managed to bandage him up around uh, the, the areas that he had had affected. Um, he still needs time to recover, just because of the he took yeah. ten points of damage in one hit. Like he is like he got a crit against him. And so he needs to like recover from that. He's not Clark. You can't just like, you know, Wolverine it back into, back into business. Um, <laughs> Did but, any uh, of us get any damage when we were getting, none of you got any damage. Um, okay. None of you took none except of you emotional really, damage, just emotional damage. None of you really risked that or like risked doing any like you, you didn't act brashly and so like the world is dangerous enough so you didn't really like if you're not gonna like go out of bounds to do something like generally you're not gonna get hit unless you and like how people like target people if somebody's provoking them like they're uh, gonna go after the first person that attacks them so it makes sense that Lonnie has all this damage 
because he was the only one that was actually like getting hits off. You know, yeah. unless you do something, I don't know, crazy like attack. Unless, a, unless you tackle a Tesla coil while on a moving trolley and then well, electrocute yourself and the trolley. Yeah, that may have been a little bit out of bounds. Uh, uh, at this point, That's Madame Malavance kind of walks walks towards Clark, um, and she said, "She she looks at you and says, may I see your hand?'" Yeah, I mean, it's a little burnt right now, but apparently that's going to go away. Uh, she grabs your hand and uh, kind of holds it and looks you in the eye and uh, takes her other hand and places it on oh. your Pip-Boy. And on your Pip-Boy, she presses a few buttons. Uh, and when she does this, a uh, voice speaks out of the Pip-Boy. Initiating backup Marty protocol. Updating. Updating. Gulf entity identified. Procurement options available. Need more processing power. And it powers off. And as you, uh, as the trolley moves forward into the dark, uh, you come up to the the end of the storm and see the the sun peeking out from behind the lowlands of Louisiana as a radio tower shoots out through the trees and the trolley stops in front of Rising Sun Settlement. Tune in next time on Rad.